Hey guys, Trigger here. I'm here to talk to you about a company called Stain Metal 666 that's based out of Mexico. Um, they're really involved in the metal music scene. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I really do love listening to rock and metal music. Uh, been that way for a long time. I'm into a lot of bands. Uh, one of the bands I currently started listening to a lot is Ginger, and they've worked closely with them on promoting their shirts and their hats and everything they have to offer with this business. So I'm here to give them a shout out because I just ordered from them recently and they definitely have a positive message of loving music and loving metal music and staying together as a community through metal music. So definitely, definitely a good company to be a part of, and they're looking for support. Um, I'm going to link their Facebook page in the, in, the, in the podcast part of it, so y'all can definitely check them out. Uh, the link will be in the description, and uh, yeah, just give them a chance. Uh, Luis is a hard worker, and he'll work with you to get whatever product you need from them shipped worldwide. And uh, it's definitely worth the wait. They're amazing products. I am waiting to get mine in this week and I'll definitely be supporting and wearing it. So yeah, definitely check them out and uh, take it easy and stay metal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestle Lost. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different today. Uh, we're doing a bit of a watch along as we're going, but not really. So we'll see how that goes. But like always, to get it going, here's Johnny. Yeah, we we have money to make on right now, but uh, we we feel like it's not worth doing a full watch along for it. So we're going to do our po regular podcast, then immediately after, only on Twitch, we'll finish watching the pay-per-view, doing watch along. But as we go along, if there's anything noteworthy to talk to, to bring up on the show, we'll, 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 we'll let you know what's going on. All right. <clears throat> uh, some contract news this week for both. WWE and AEW. Uh, WWE have officially signed Logan Paul. <laughs> he signed. He is signed to a multi-year deal. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I just want to point out also that, and he hasn't said anything, but. You know, uh, Rob Gronkowski just retired for the second time. And you know what happened when he retired the first time? Yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me yeah. started. I'm just saying. Yeah. 
I thought the other signing they had this week was bigger, but okay. <laughs> oh, the MMA uh, fighter? Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, well, yeah, but I, I, see, I can't even remember her name. <laughs> it's Valerie Lurita. Okay. She's a former Bellator MMA fighter, which means she can actually fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I, I I didn't mention that though because uh, Logan Paul is the more recognizable name. Yeah. <clears throat> also, uh, there's been word that uh, they may bring up two NXT. Well, actually, really three NXT wrestlers soon. Uh, so. Uh, so a Sokoa. I hate I hate the fucking NXT names. So yes, the third Uso. Fuck. Sika. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's. They're talking about bring bringing him to the main roster, but they haven't mentioned whether they're going to stick him with the Usos or not, which I I think they should. Uh, also, uh, they're talking about bringing up Zion Quinn, which. Another fucked up name, and and then and Sanga, which used to be in the tag team in, in the share with uh, Veer, who, who used to go but under a different name. <laughs> Don't give me. Okay, I'm I'm gonna stop because I'm I, I'm gonna rant about the NXT names, dumbest the <laughs> dumbest names in all of wrestling. All right, over the names, huh? <laughs> Uh, what is it? Change the name. What is what is it? Major Snowflake. So anyway, over to AEW. Yeah, oh yeah, real quick. A- Andrew did see, tried to watch the first segment of NXT this week, and and witnessed, witnessed one of these character name changes <laughs> from someone who had who's been there for a few years who they changed the name. <laughs> Yeah, Cat Zero is now, I don't even know Katana, her name, but... Katana Chance. Yes. <laughs> like, why? You, they've been on NXT for this long. Five, but, they six, didn't change, but they didn't change Kate's name. Right. I don't understand. Anyway. <laughs> over, to, over to AEW, the good side of wrestling. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, another Dark Order member has left the company, Alan Angels. Contract has expired. Uh, AEW wanted to sign him to a, a per appearance deal, but he he declined that. So, uh, he can go go off and uh, do other things in the indie circuit, which he already has bookings. And, and he he was interviewed by Sean Rasep, and he even he even mentioned that he would like to wrestle Stu Grayson. Uh, That'd be interesting. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, Santana may also be leaving leaving soon. Back in April, he 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 tweeted out saying something like uh, 100, "126 days left," which takes you up to September first, which is. Uh, exactly like almost three three years after the uh, 
the first all out, which is when they, they signed on August 31st, 2019. And this also been noted that he's also been taking uh, uh, indie bookings as a solo wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that all these people are leaving. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just a little weird to me that they wouldn't renew someone like Alan Angels. But, hey, if that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do, you know? I'm going to miss him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had... Uh... We had Forbidden Door last weekend. It was great. It was awesome. Numbers have come out. It was a success. It was a million-plus dollar gate in the arena. And it was also $5 million on pay-per-view with 100,000 buys. So that that's... A, Good, good on them. Uh, you can so now we can expect to see another one next year, and we may even see one before then because New Japan's president gave an interview with, with Tokyo Sports saying that, see, being that this is the 50th anniversary of New Japan this year, that he would like to see a Forbidden Door style show in Japan before the end of the year. Okay. Make it happen. Which I would be down for. <laughs> yeah. Because that Japan crowd would be crazy. I would get up at four in the morning to watch that. Hell yeah. I would too. <laughs> we all used to it. Oh. <laughs> well, that's for work. Yeah. Okay, I, would, I would call in if it was a work thing. Same. Uh, Jeff Hardy was supposed to have his court hearing or, uh, this Tuesday, uh, but he has uh, sent a written statement. He, he pleaded not guilty, and because of that plea, he's waived the, the right to appear in court. So I, I, I don't, I don't really, I really don't know what's next for Jeff Hardy. I know that as of June twenty first, he's. He's been in, he went to rehab and Tony Khan has said that this is, this is his only chance with AEW. He's got one more chance. Yeah. He just needs to, like I said, get his shit together. Yeah. I don't know about pleading not guilty because of all yeah. the circumstances, the video, and everything they have on you, I mean, it's pretty obvious. So, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go for him, but I hope it works out because we got to look past the career aspect of it and think about the life aspect of it. Right. You just got to look out for yourself, man. And pleading not guilty when it's obvious what all the signs point to. It's not going to sit well, I think. No, no, because this was his his third strike. Yeah, 
Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we will see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to remember. Oh, yeah. I I had almost forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> so, uh, going back to AEW, we had three AEW wrestlers who actually appeared on Monday Night Raw this week. <laughs> uh, it was uh, John John Cena's return. Sorry, Freddie. We were talking about Cena. John Cena's return, which the whole show was was around John Cena. He was like in the backstage area a lot and came out in the crowd. But they also had like like cameo style uh, videos from from past and present wrestlers, to, you know, giving their well wishes. They had Randy Orton, and they even had like Kurt Angle and Stephanie and JBL Booker T. But they also had they had. Uh, Paul White, which they said that you know on there, this is the big show. They had Daniel Bryan, and they had Chris Jericho, all sending their their uh, congratulations for his twenty years in WWE. And the, the reason that they, they were able to pull this off was because it was it's simple. WWE just they just asked AEW if they could do this, and Tony Khan agreed. Not complicated, guys. <laughs> like, I mean, this is how wrestling should be. Should all be working together. I'm, I'm assuming that this was maybe a, if Stephanie or Triple H called to do this. Because I, I, I can't see Vince asking another, another promoter to, to send... Uh, videos of, of their former wrestlers. <laughs> nah, me neither. I couldn't see that happening. But I would like to see more of this. Uh, if, if I was Tony Khan, I would ask <clears throat> ask WWE if they could just book a, book a match at WrestleMania between Kenny Omega and, and Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would happen, but no. But if you can we would all be <laughs> One day. Huh? Go ahead. No, what were you thinking? I was gonna try and ignore what Andrew said, oh. but I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you say? I'd rather see Kenny Omega and Seth Rollins. <laughs> Probably a better match than Kenny and Roman. <laughs> Probably. But I don't think that match could happen the way they want it to happen in WWE. It would have to be in AEW. But <laughs> I don't think they would let Seth go over there. No. And that that's, that's the news for this week. All right. Well, since we had Forbidden Door last weekend, we're going to go ahead and start off with that. So I'm going to go back over to Johnny and get his thoughts on Forbidden Door. All right. All around, it was it was a, it was a good show. 
I mean, I, I, I understand why they why they made so much money off of it. This uh, had, um, I mean, you had eyes not only here in America but but also in Japan and all over the world. People watching it, and it, it's just, I mean, it didn't have a. There wasn't really a bad moment in in there. Uh, I know. Uh, I, I know during the four way match for the IWGP title, uh, it ended abruptly because apparently Adam Cole got a concussion, uh, and also it looked like Mossy may have gotten a concussion, but I think he was just. Uh, I think he was just spitballing. At, at during the during the media scrum, he was slurring his words, and so he he just said that he might be he might have been concussed. Uh, but yeah, the the four way match was really good for the uh, WGP title, and that main event with Moxley and, and Tanahashi fans finally got to see what what New Japan wrestling is all about. You know, it's not, it's different from WWE. It's not, uh, you know, it's not so much character-based. It's more athletic and wrestling-based. Yeah. Yeah, they finally... So they're, they're wrestlers, not sports entertainers. Right. No. <laughs> for, I mean, except for Chris Jericho's group. <laughs> Yeah, I I really I really enjoyed it. But before I get to my thoughts, I'm gonna go over to Drew and get his thoughts. Drew, do what? <laughs> I, was he answering, I was answering the intern's question. Oh, he's zoned out for a second. Sorry, guys. If the intern has a question, he should come on. He was asking about Becky Lynch's outfit. That's from Captain oh. Marvel. <laughs> okay. Kind of looks like it, but. <laughs> Look, man. Intern sees boobies. That's all that should matter. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him. Hey, I don't either, all right? Now, what were you asking me? Oh, so your thoughts <laughs> on Forbidden Door. Well, I didn't get to see hardly you know, any of it. Heard it was a good show, but I kind of figured Mox would get the title, which he did. Uh, didn't FTR got their win, so they have three belts, so they'll probably go for four, like y'all said. So we'll see. Yeah. It seemed like it sounded like it was a good show. Too bad I missed it. <laughs> I thought you would have gotten a chance to see it by now. That's my bad. Because no, no, normally yeah. sometimes you try and do that. Yeah. Uh well, I mean, we explained last week that we both we both got it on fight using a VPN. And the only the only only way you could watch it on fight is with that VPN. 
Yeah, I completely forgot about that for a second. So you would have to settings for you to get that to work. Um, I would probably say the biggest surprise of the night for me that night was in the pack Malachi Black, Miro, and Clark Connors match. We all know Clark Connors wasn't going to win. But they gave him a pretty good showing. So can't be mad at that. You know, if you help someone out and you have them in a match, might as well help them look somewhat good. Yeah. Can't be mad at that. But we all had Malachi Black winning the title. But Uh Pack won. Yeah, that was that was uh, surprising. Yeah, I mean it was a good surprise. I wasn't mad at the surprise. Right. It was just we are we were all so behind Malachi Black that it caught us off guard, and I don't mind it. I like the swerve they did here, you know, because just as unpredictable as AEW pay per views are. I thought this was a lock, and it wasn't. So I'm happy for that surprise. Yeah, Moxley looked like he might have been a bit concussed because he was – he's seen better scrums, let's just say. Yeah. He looked a little bit off, but, hey, man, he had a hell of a match, so it's understandable that he looked like that. Uh Props to FTR for holding almost all the belts. We're on the way, man. I fucking love that shit. And and we got to see the debut of Claudio. Yeah, everybody was way excited about Claudio. And I'm glad you brought that up because that just... I didn't want to get a bit ragey, but why the fuck not, you know? that That is what I do best around here. So I'm pulling up these screenshots real quick. I need to go a little bit further back. Hold on. I thought I had him. <laughs> okay. So I don't have the ones I thought I had. But basically what I want to bring up is on Twitter, and I know I don't know why I go on Twitter so much, but you're glutton for punishment. <laughs> oh. You're addicted to it. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm addicted <laughs> to arguing. Let's just say that. Um, people were making fun of Tony Khan for oh. being so excited oh. or being yeah. happy for hugging Okada, for hugging Claudio, for. Pretty much hugging everybody that came through that was new to AEW on this pay-per-view. All, all the New Japan guys, Claudio, 
Like he was real excited and real happy about how it went, all things considered. So what I saw was people from people that are fans of WWE making fun of Tony for hugging them for looking like he's crying in some of the pictures, but that's just how Tony is. Yeah. He gets real excited about what he's doing. You can't blame the guy. He was a fan before he started this. And it's such a big moment in wrestling when you have two different wrestling promotions on two different continents come together for yeah. a pay-per-view. It's never been done before. That's why it was called the Forbidden Door. Correct. It's such a big moment for wrestling overall. Yeah. I would be excited too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so, blame the guy. Yeah, I don't blame him. If that if that was me in his place, if I had that money and I had started AEW and all this shit, that would be me on camera crying or fucking whatever in pictures. Y'all can make fun of me all you want, but I don't give a shit. And that's probably his mentality. He doesn't give a shit because he's happy doing what he does. So for these people that are taking shots at him and making fun of the pictures and doing different kind of photoshops and shit, making fun of them, get a life, man. <laughs> like, don't be sour just because the product you watch, which is on right now, is a bit shit. And by a bit shit, I mean a lot shit, okay? Just, I don't know why we can't just enjoy wrestling, which is what I have said many times. Let's just all enjoy it. And if you're not going to enjoy it, don't make fun of the people that are. Don't talk shit. And that's it, man. Like, I talk shit on the product as a whole. And, like, against Vince because of all the stupid bullshit he's done and <laughs> is doing still at the moment. But I don't call out people like that unless you deserve it. You're a fan and shit like that. You're just a dumbass. Then I do it. But don't be mad just because your company does stupid shit and you're mad that someone else is out there doing a lot better than your company is doing. I wanted to say a lot more, but there's been a lot of shit going on this week, and I wasn't as organized as I thought. But best believe, I'll get that shit together, and I will have it next week, because I really want to call these people out. But yeah, just don't be shitty towards another company, just because you're sour about this and hey Which, uh, yeah. yeah last thing I want to say is I don't know whose decision it was and spoilers if you haven't watched Money in the Bank whosever decision it was to have Liv Morgan win good on you I hope it wasn't yeah. you Thank you. I was about to bring that up I was about to bring, I was going to say Liv Morgan has won the women's money in the bank. Yeah. 
that was my it was one of the weirdest finishes. <laughs> There's no big move at the end, but whatever. <laughs> hey, I just hope it finally leads to something for her because I really yeah, like Morgan, and she's one that needs this win. So, put the title on her, and it'll make me happy for a little bit. So, hell yeah, that's a good result for money in the bank for now. So. So, but, uh, real quick, back to Claudio, and sorry, I have my camera off right now. But uh, uh, Tony Khan mentioned in the media scrum that he spoke to Claudio going back to June second, and and if, uh, if Brian Danielson hadn't been out with an injury, uh, Claudio was going to debut at Death Before Dishonor you know, on the twenty third of July. So uh, this was uh, the backup plan. So it's uh, you know he he had that there, just in case. But it was it was great nonetheless. Yeah, all all things considered, with all of with the little bit of travel issues they had due to like illnesses and stuff, with the injuries and all of that shit that made people want to say that this show was cursed to begin with. It was still a very good show. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. So, can't be mad at it. I know Johnny enjoyed it. We'll we'll get Andrew set up to where he can finally watch it so he can enjoy it. (laughs) I'll have to work with him on that later on, but it's something we can work on offline. But, yeah, for... For the number one show and the first Forbidden Door, it was great. And there's going to be a lot more to happen. Like you said, they're thinking of, they're wanting of doing one in Japan before the end of the year. So, hell yeah, I'm I'm stoked for that shit. So I can't wait to see what happens with that. So now that we've quickly touched on Forbidden Door. We're going to get into the shows of the week. I'm going to go over to Johnny and get his moment for Blood and Guts. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I I know we had discussed, we all wanted, we all wanted to discuss Blood and Guts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, let me come back on here. Uh, but bef- uh, before that, uh, I'll go ahead and talk about something else just so we're not I'm, I'm just on the same one because this, this show did have a few other moments. Uh, again, my moment last week was Christian. This week is Christian again. Uh, Christian yeah. came out and came out again with his uh, heel turtleneck, you know, because only heels wear turtlenecks in the summer. Uh, came out and he went. He went. He went further this time, saying that he hopes that he would hope that that all of Jungle Boy's family died. Hold on, let sneeze. Never mind. He went away. Uh, all of Jungle Boy's family died, except for his mom, <laughs> because he he still wants to do her. Uh, and uh, and he he said that he had. He requested a match because Tony Schiavone said, "Well, if you requested a match, you're not you're not dressed for it." He said, "No, it's not for me." 
so you hear this music playing and out comes what I can describe as dark luchasaurus comes out with the um and comes out with the big pyro almost kind of like a old school cane presentation I got the darker mask got the darker hair gets in the all ring black gear. yeah yeah it's all all black gear and pretty much just squashes Serpentico. Uh in just a matter of couple couple minutes. <clears throat> so, yeah, this is what we're getting now. Uh, I, I guess it's a heel luchasaurus. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see what happens when Jung, Jungle Boy comes back from his, his injury. If he's going to go after Christian right away, or or he'll have to face luchasaurus first, or if Eventually they'll come back. I, I think eventually they'll they'll come back together as a team. Eventually, Luchasaurus will turn on Christian. Yeah, and yeah, I really like this heel Luchasaurus thing, and it also fooled me a little bit because his entrance was sounding quite like Kane's at the beginning. Yeah. So it kind of fooled me for a second, but not really. <laughs> it, it just sounded way too much like it. But yeah, I like Heel Luchasaurus. I can't wait to see what all he does while Jungle Boy is out. And if you really look at it, he never did anything to Jungle Boy. So they shouldn't have anything against each other. He can always just turn on Christian whenever Jungle Boy is good to come back. So we'll see how they decide to tell that story, but I enjoyed that as well. So I don't know if you had any other moments you wanted to mention before we move on. Uh, no, not not really. All right. Because, uh, I mean, there there was, wasn't much to that first hour. Yeah. Yeah, true. But. Uh, other than uh, uh, Billy Gunn turned on his own kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like oh, yeah. Danhausen coming out with the mystery opponents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Music comes up. It's FTR. Hell, who else would you pick besides the mm -hmm. three guys people that have six belts? <laughs> Yeah, I was I wouldn't actually can walk again, so <laughs> Yeah. I kinda like this. Kinda like the Billy Gun turn and him being away from his sons. Was it a heel yeah. turn on a heel turn? Oh. <laughs> I guess. And and Anthony, Anthony Bones is no longer injured. He got out, out of the wheelchair. Hell yeah. Yeah, he went after a, one of FTR. Can't go for, was it Dash or Cat? Whatever. With his crutch and missed and hit Austin Gunn. And that's why they were at it and Billy took the side of the company he claims. So we'll see where they go with this. 
Yep. So this uh, scissor me daddy ass is going to keep on going. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. Right. No. Yeah. So Hilarious. are we going to lose the ass boys though? Nah. <laughs> nah, I think they're going to keep on rolling with that. But I don't know if you were going to take that as your moment or if it's something you just brought up. Uh, yeah, I just want to take that. That'll be fine. <laughs> all right. Yeah, man. I, I kind of like that Billy Gun, Billy Gun turn, whatever you want to call it. So, uh oh, and one more thing in that match when Dax pulled off six German suplexes back to back. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really sure cool. Which- it was on one of the ash, ash boards. I don't know which one. I can't remember, but the six German suplexes. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to bring up the blood and guts match. Okay. Jericho Appreciation Society versus Blackpool Combat Club. I know there's a lot of moments to bring up. And I'm going to have y'all bring some of those up. But my favorite moment in the match, near the end, Sammy Guevara (laughs) at the top of the cage, just launching himself. Well, Eddie Kingston launching him. (laughs) Eddie Kingston launched him. (laughs) Yeah. The fucking visual of him just smashing through the table. Yeah. Fucking great. That, that was a be- much better fall than Jericho took last year. Yeah. Especially because yeah. you couldn't even see the crash pad this time. Yeah. And I don't I don't know how this is gonna go. I know some people might yeah. hate me for what I say and for making the comparison. But we all know the epic one, one of the very yeah. first ones we love, Mick Foley. <laughs> yes. I would say this is up there. Yeah. And, and not just because Sammy's my boy and because I like him a lot, just because of how it looked and just his willingness, his willingness to – do the front flip, not knowing how exactly he's going to land, not just like falling backwards like Rikishi did that one time. Plus, it wasn't even that high. I don't know, man. It it just looked insane to me. So I've got to give him props for wanting to take that, man. Yeah, it looked good. But he also looked like he had a lot more Patty and then Mick Foley did, but Foley took his. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, again, that was because when Mick did it, they that wasn't they wasn't safety conscious like they are now. Well, yeah, that was, was four years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but as as far as visuals and camera work and just how they pulled it off, that that's what I'm comparing it to, because obviously it's different between then and now. Because obviously they're more safe now, but it just looked 
badass. And I can make all the comparisons in the world, but I'd put it up there against against McFoley's. I put it up there near that level of it, just as far as how it looked. So that to me was my favorite moment of Blood and Guts, but I want to get y'all's moments on it. Well, okay. That there were there were a lot. Uh so uh, we did have an apparent injury. Uh, Santana looked like he was injured, like right from the from the start when he first came in. Uh, I, I I did like the spot where uh, like uh, Angela Parker was hanging off the cage, like I, I I think he like he like actually got stuck in the cage and he had blood dripping down, <laughs> and and. Yeah, and yeah. There were a lot of. Uh, I, I know during the commercial break, Mossy took out, uh, had this bag, and he took out some some broken glass and was using that as as a weapon. Uh, but I, I, I'll talk about the ending of the match. Uh, so, well, first of all, Jericho got out of the cage because Ty Conti. Helped help them out, but then Ruby Riot came down and and uh, so I mean, damn it, sorry, <laughs> Ruby so damn it, WWE. Uh, no, Ruby, Ruby Soho came out and and stopped hey, her. Jr. did it too. <laughs> no, that was Tez. Oh, Jr. Says, yeah. says Cesaro. Yeah, he said Cesaro, not Claudio. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so at, after uh, Ruby Soho came out, then you know Kingston went after Jericho. Um, they went onto the cage, uh, and Jericho had actually gotten Kingston, Kingston in the walls. Claudio went up to go help him on top of the cage, and <laughs> the probably uh, probably the best spot of the match on top of the cage. No fear at all. Claudio did the did the swing to Jericho on top of the cage. Yeah, <laughs> how bad that could have went if something and, slipped or tripped yeah, or, or something. Oh my god! Jer- if Jericho would have slipped out of Claudio's hands, right, <laughs> fly off the top of the cage worse than probably ever thought if he could. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so then uh, we had. There were dueling submissions to end the match. Uh, Cesaro had, damn it, Cesaro, Claudio. <laughs> Shit, it's it's not easy. <laughs> Claudio had Claudio had Danny Magic in in the sharpshooter, and uh, Kingston had Jericho in in, in a different submission. Uh, but it was. Daddy Magic who tapped first, and this plays into the story because uh, Eddie Kingston wasn't happy with Claudio at the end of the match because Eddie Kingston feels like he didn't get to get to beat Jericho because he he didn't make Jericho tap. So that's that's another uh, wrinkle to the story there because. Uh, apparently, Kingston and Claudio have history on 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 the Indies. They they don't really like each other. 
and this this doesn't help it uh, because uh, Kingston he he didn't care if Blackpool Combat Club beat won the blood and guts. He just wanted his revenge on Jericho, and he didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. I also found but out they didn't come to blows and they shook hands. So. Yeah. For now, we'll see. Yeah. For now. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Is we're eventually going to get that match. These are just the building blocks towards Claudio versus Eddie Kingston. And fuck yeah, dude. Like, it's going to be a hell of a match whenever it happens. So get a good build to it, and I'll be happy with it. My favorite part of the match was probably Moxley and all his tools he brought with him. (laughs) <laughs> he brought like two different forts, a whole handful of bamboo skewers he put in uh, Danny Magic's head. He's, he scraped up Daniel Garcia's head and Angelo Parker's head with the fork. So, yeah, he came prepared with a little mini arsenal and it's hiding somewhere. And, and you know, they were in, in Little Caesar Arena. The only thing that was missing was a pizza cutter. <laughs> yep. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> It's a pizza, but that ain't tomato sauce, assholes. <laughs> yeah. Now I mean, yeah, now that you bring it up, it would have been perfect. Now your WWE pizza. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been a great opportunity to use a pizza cutter. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder why they didn't. Kind of, probably because Little Caesars is like, we don't want any... Like, we know they're at Little Caesars Arena, but they don't want to I make that. It's probably because WWE. Probably because WWE turn, uh, told Domino's that 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 they they were using a pizza cutter on, on that show that they sponsored. True. True. Yeah. All I'm saying is it would have been cool if it happened. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, pretty good moments for blood and guts. I enjoyed the match and the show as a whole. So, hell yeah. Props to AEW on that as well. And to continue giving props to AEW, I'm going to go back to Johnny and get his moment for Royal Rampage. Well, for Rampage. The match was called Royal Rampage. I'm calling the whole show Royal Rampage. And this... <laughs> and this it was the first thing on on the on the on the show. It was it was an hour long, no, not an hour long, half hour long, almost. And I like this concept that they had because, first of all, Friday night or la, or last night, we had two different battle royals, one on SmackDown, one on Rampage. Guess which one was better? <laughs> the one on. The one, the one on SmackDown, the one on SmackDown, they, uh, Adam Pierce said we're just we're gonna have just a good old fashioned battle royal. That's how he said it. And on the graphic, they even had good old fashioned battle royal. <laughs> and, and and it didn't even have stakes to it because uh, they had both uh, the men that qualified for Money in the Bank and and then four guys who. Weren't in money in the bank, but even then, after that, he he 
put the four guys who weren't in Money in the Bank in a fatal four-way at the end of the night. They they almost had the, the New Japan uh, KOPW uh, formula right, which that is uh, the last four uh, people in, in the battle royal will face each other in a fatal four-way. But no, that it didn't happen like that. But anyway, back to AEW. Like I said, I like that this is uh, like a brand new concept they never done this before. So Rampage is taped after after Dynamite. They just left the two rings uh, yeah. th- throughout the whole show, and uh, sorry, I'm just. Was it taped afterwards? Uh, hold on. Uh, Bobby Lashley just won the U.S. title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick to deviate, according to Louis Dangor, John Cena is not gonna not gonna be wrestling at SummerSlam. So I can I, see why. <laughs> and Bobby's bleeding in the mouth too. And Louis Dangor, he was the first one that 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 uh, posted the news that Vince had stepped down as CEO. Okay, back to AEW. So this, you had, if there were 20 guys in this battle royal, there were, you had two guys start in one ring, two guys start in the other ring. And then every minute after that, someone else would join each uh, one would come in one ring. And then a minute later, somebody would come in the other ring. Uh, and then you, they would wrestle until there was only one wrestler left in each ring. Then those two would get in, get in one of the rings, and just finish off the, finish off the match. I, I I like that. That's it's different. It's never been done before. It's like it's like they had two battle royals in one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That was a lot of coming and finishing in that match. Tattoo, bro. Yes, bro. there was. Yes, there was. A lot of coming and finishing in that match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Did they type Rampage after Blood and Guts? Or yes. They yeah. must have just changed out the match because there was no blood. In. Yeah, yeah. It was it was after that. And then apparently, uh, I've heard from the live crowd, it was almost uh, almost five-hour show, which mean, tells me that that they probably may, may have cut something out of Rampage because I know they've, they've, they've been, in the past they've been known to cut the portions of tape matches out just, just to just make sure they make their time so the people in the arena get to see more of it. It may, yeah. may, may have been the situation here. I don't know. But, yeah, they got almost five hours of wrestling. Hmm. Uh so the the final two in the in the in the battle royal Brody King and Darby now if this was a WWE booked battle royal they would just have either Darby Allen or Hangman Page win you know somebody that that always wins but no uh, I, I like I like the choice of Brody King it's somebody different we get to see a a match that I don't think we've seen before next week, which John Moxley against Birdie King, because the winner of this match got to face uh, John Moxley for the first uh, title defense 
for the interim title. Yeah. Um, look, I was thinking maybe Darby was going to win, and I wouldn't be too mad if that had happened. But just the way Brody King got Darby in that choke, yeah, bringing out of the ring, loved it. Looked brutal as fuck. Because, I mean, to a certain extent, uh, extent you probably did that the safest way possible, but is it actually safe? I would think not. Yeah, because he got him and he he draped, draped him over the rope, had yeah. him in the choke. Darby passed out and he just dropped him out of the ring. Yeah, yeah. So as far as putting him in the choke, Darby passing out immediately and just letting him drop was the safest way to do it. But still, for that two to three seconds that Darby dangled there, it made me nervous, man. I don't think he's ever going to be in trouble. <laughs> I don't oh, think Darby really passed out. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I doubt. I doubt they do. Nah. Yeah. Nah. But, but I thought it was kind of interesting that Darby started in the red ring. Yeah. Against Brody Tony was me. the number ten in the blue ring, so you had the last person in against one of the first persons to start. So. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> last two people in were Brody King and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, so I just love how violent it looks, even though it's safe as all fuck. I just like it, man. So, yeah, I'm and, a- and there were a lot of spots in in this match too. You had uh, uh, Keith Lee and Swerve and Swerve were strictly were working together. Uh, you had, uh, I guess they're they're still continuing that feud with Team Taz. Uh, you had. Uh, John Silva and, and Adam Page pretending to, to eliminate each other, but not really. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, they're that one time we're on the same page. Uh, maybe they'll go back to that. Yeah. Just a, a, a lot of different, different spots. Yeah. And now I'm just excited for Moxley versus Brody King. Yeah. Because... We've seen Moxley go up in many matches, and we have said it many times, where he almost killed himself. At least that's what it looks like. And you're going up against a badass motherfucker like Brody King, which we all know House of Black is nobody to fuck with. So, hell yeah, man. That's next week, right? Yeah, um, Wednesday. So excited for this match. But hell yeah. Hell yeah, that was pretty good, man. Uh, I don't know how much more we could actually say. So I'm just going to go over to Drew and see if he has anything to add. Not really, because that was the match of the night. (laughs) Although I will say we did have a new tag team, I guess. One? Thunderstorm? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. Which is uh, the perfect name. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what? I'm uh, not even 
going to be mad at you for bringing that up because that's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> it's just a hell of a name. That's all I was going to yeah. say. And anytime you get to see somebody beating Nyla, it's good for business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we all know your personal feelings on that. So, hey, but everybody. Yeah. You got to love Tony Storm, too. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, whenever, I mean, we all knew Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa were eventually going to be a tag team because that's the story they were they were trying to show out and i think they were doing a good a good uh a good job at doing that but to to hear that that's the name they're going to go with how did we not think of that right <laughs> like it's right there in front of us one of them is a name is thunder rosa and the other one is tony storm so you just take the first part and then the last name of the other person, and you get Thunderstorm. And I'm like, Johnny, almost knocking my mic over. I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love that name. I love that they're going to be together. Normally, I wouldn't like someone like Thunder Rosa being in a tag team because she's a singles competitor. But they're both so badass that I can't deny how great this is going to be. Yeah, because now and now you got this new other new tag team of Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir, which I, I can see that that'll be a match. Yeah. They've already booked it. <laughs> Especially Wednesday. <laughs> on Dynamite? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just hope it's it's such a good tag team and it's such a good name that it's not only for one match, you know? Yeah. They do more than that, but also let them be separate at the same time, you know? Let them have both singles matches and tag team matches. Huh. It can work. And you know, I've I've also I've I've heard people saying AEW could have women's tag team champions. Uh, titles, but you know what? AEW would do it right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you got this new team, Thunderstorm. You got the uh, Nyla and, and Marina tag team. You got the Baddies. You got Statlander and Athena. Uh, you got the. You can have the, when they when they come back from injuries, the Bunny and Penelope Ford. You know, there's just lots of shoes from there. Yeah, I don't think you can do Ty and Anna J right now, but maybe later. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. later. Yeah, you know, a lot of people have been saying, and they have been down on the women's division of AEW. It's it's looking a lot better. Yeah, and you, you want them and you want them to feature the women more, that's the argument people have been making. <clears throat> Acting titles. Yeah. To give them more to do. So if they make a women's tag team championships, I'm down. Fuck it. I'm in for it. So yeah, I'm with Andrew on that. I had to share the moment of Thunderstorm because I just really like that name. 
and I'm excited for what they're going to do. So, yeah, man, pretty great week for AEW and solid build for shit that's coming up next week. Yeah. You know, this match that we're fixing to get on WWE real quick, isn't this the match that Becky ruined when she came back? Yes. Yeah. Come on, Bianca. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I heard someone you say earlier, uh, like, what if uh, what if the match is about to start, and then and Bailey comes out this year, takes Carmella's place. Yeah. And, Car- and I feel and so Car- bad for Carmella. Carmella will be like, not again. Not again, <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> that would I mean, be funny though. It would be great. <laughs> it would be funny. I, I would laugh. But, yeah. you know, they are saying that she is training for her comeback. She's been yeah. doing ring work and shit. So, Bailey's always a possibility to show up anywhere on this show. <laughs> so, you know, it's, yeah. it's for the women's championship right now. So, what version of Bailey would we get? Is my question. Right. But if it happens, we will see. So, yeah, man. Like I said, lots of good shit for AEW there. So, I'm very happy with how this last week went. We were definitely spoiled. So, to kind of start wrapping this up. Football season is on the way. And this isn't normally something I bring up. But the reason I'm bringing it up with, the reason I'm bringing it up for is Andrew had an idea a couple of months back. And I don't know if he remembers of this idea. But (laughs) to further continue and finally work on the idea that Andrew brought up, once again... I'm going to have to bring you SRS. What's up, Freddie? What's up, Johnny? What's up, Drew? It's Sean Rossap. Listen, this says it's been a rough couple of months, we know. But as we have said, we appreciate all you do. Well, I appreciate you guys. And I appreciate the love. Yeah, I, even though one of you is, is Amish and will never get to see this and one of you is Polly Shore's cousin and probably have an advanced past technology in 1995. And uh, Dong Cam, I don't even want to know what that's about. But listen, you're saying go Cowboys. I, I can't. Listen, you're trying to troll me right now. Look where I am. Do, do you think I care about the Cowboys right now? Look, I'm in Las Vegas right now. What are you doing? Amish boy, do you even know what Las Vegas is? Can your horse and buggy get here? What's going on? The Cowboys? It's the Bengals League for a decade. A decade. <laughs> I think that's that. the Bengals lost the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> I, I fit in as much as I could, okay? It only gives you so many characters. As yeah. what you want him to touch on. So I asked for the cameo and I used all 200 characters on there. <laughs> I sent him an additional message, which cost me another $5. Uh, 
<laughs> and I used all of that. And I still didn't have enough room to fill all of that in. But yeah, seeing as football season was coming up and just to further our SRS situation, I had to do that. So yeah, I thought that was something fun to end on. You know, has been I wonder I wonder if we're his his only like cameo rivalry. Uh we're probably the most consistent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think many people have done like a monthly cameo from him, but I he gets a decent amount. So so we just need to remind him that the Bengals lost two Super Bowls and the Cowboys have won five. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably do that in August or September once we right really so, going. Yeah, right when spring seeds. Uh, do, do, do the Cowboys play the Bengals this season? I'm going to have to check on that. <laughs> uh, Andrew's on it. Yeah. Uh, so, so now all of uh, the fightful uh, live streams they they uh, simulcast on Twitch now on the fightful gaming. So, one one of these times when Sean's doing a doing a, a podcast, I'm gonna sign into the to our, our, the Twitch account and just follow the fightful gaming channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would be some fun. <laughs> Do we? We do, don't we? Week two. Right at the beginning of the season. (laughs) Week two. Here or there? Please say here. In Dallas. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if this is going to work. But. We're going to have to discuss this, but we need to get tickets. Yes. And I am willing to buy four. That way, he can sit with us if he can fly <laughs> out here. I will pay for his ticket to the game. I'm sure he it's not that far from, from Lexington, Kentucky to Dallas on the plane. Yeah. So... That's just something to think about. Maybe something to bring up. Just saying. Yeah. On a Sunday? I hope it's on a Sunday. Tell me it's on a Sunday. Um, yes. Sunday, September 18th. Afternoon? Yeah, it's 3.30. It's oh, the 3 okay. o'clock game. Oh, perfect timing. Perfect timing, yes. <clears throat> We're going to have to discuss this more. <laughs> Ending on a positive note, we're going to have to discuss this. Yeah. But once again, to see how this goes, it is time to stump the brain. Yeah. I thought since we're watching the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, let's have a Money in the Bank question. Okay. Who is the first person to win the money in the bank, cash in, and not win the title? Ah. It's <laughs> a lot of information to think about. Yeah. That would be 
that would be the person that just came back on Raw, John Cena. Yes. I'm so one one. that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I think he did. <laughs> well, I thought you would enjoy some bad Cena news. <laughs> yeah, Cena won Money in the Bank July 15th, 2012. He challenged Punk and cashed in on July 23rd, 2012. The Big Show interfered in the match and Cena won by disqualification, but the title doesn't change on yeah. disqualification, so Punk kept the title. Cena cashed in the one, but he didn't get the title because it was disqualification. And see, up until then, <laughs> all the all the cash-ins were just, well, you know, the match is over, the, the champ is tired, so the person with the money bank comes down and uh, gives the ref the, the briefcase, they ring the bell, the, uh, the, the guy Put, gets his finisher on the on the champ and wins the title. Yeah. That was for the first time that someone had actually challenged in a, in a full match for the title. And it backfired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was a fairly easy question and a rather triggering one for me. So. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy the bad Cena news. Okay, at least we had that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, lots of good shit coming up for AEW this week, like I said. That's good. That's over already. Yeah. <laughs> That's over already. Damn, that was... I didn't even watch one second of that match because I knew who was going to win. It was quick, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a very quick match, and Bianca Belair retains. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So, like, every week, if you have any questions or comments, wrestling has lost its way at yahoo.com or wrestle lost on Facebook. And don't forget, don't forget to give us a follow here on Twitch at wrestle lost. So, for the podcast, this is it, but we're going to continue our watch along on Twitch. So, until then, see y'all next week. See you next week. Thank you later.